This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, the Lake Show starts right now here on The Good Neighbor. Henry Lake and Christopher Tubbs until 9 p.m. My final show of the week and then I will talk to you guys after the Super Bowl this coming Monday. Steve Thompson in for me tomorrow night, I'm pretty sure. So I know that all of you will be looking forward to that. I want to start with the big story um, or one of the big stories of the day. And I think it's probably or I don't think that there's really any real debate about it being the biggest story of the day. But it's the issue with Joe Biden and the handling of classified documents. While he was, well, when he left the vice presidency and was just like you and I, private citizen, the investigation from the special counsel is over. The criminal charges um, would not have been uh, would not have been warranted for the classified documents that were found at his home. Uh, he is not going to be criminally charged. We get that. But I have a lot of concerns here, and I want to start with, first off, if we're going to sit here and we are going to talk about Donald Trump um, and classified documents, we have to have the the same standard with regards to being concerned about um, vice president, no longer vice president, Joe Biden, having classified documents found at his home in Delaware, okay? Let's just start with that. I don't think that there is any real room for hypocrisy when we talk about being concerned. Now, let me be clear here. What we find out in terms of any differences between Mar-a-Lago and Delaware, we will see, okay, at some point in time. Maybe there are some distinct differences here. Maybe... There are no differences here. But my point is there should be concern, and I don't care how you identify yourself politically. There should be concern there. Okay? And according to the report, it says, quote, our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden 
willfully retain and disclose classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. Which noted in particular classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan. That should be concerning. Okay? And that's just the very first thing that everyone, everyone should be concerned about. Secondly, the thing that really stood out to me beyond that, because I think that we all understand that the further we get away from this, maybe we'll, we'll learn a lot more. And when I say this, I'm talking about classified documents that people are holding on to, whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden. I don't think we're going to get the full scope. Like in the here and now, I think that that will come years from now, maybe when they're both gone. When they're both out of the public eye. But currently, as it stands right now, no, we're not going to get the full scope of it, I don't think. But the the other thing that kind of stood out with regards to the report, excuse me. The report was talking about President Biden and his memory and the cognitive stuff. Which, that, that's concerning too. Now, I think that we, none of us should be looking here and <laughs> viewing either candidate, right, at this specific point in their lives and statements and missteps that they've made publicly and say that they are 100% as sharp as they've ever been. Now, you, you would be lying. If you were to say that, you just flat out will be lying. And I don't care if you're a Biden supporter. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter. You will flat out be be lying to say that. But I guess the issue that I'm having with that specifically is that we in this country are in a position where there's no wiggle room, realistically, with who you are looking at supporting and you feel as though that person cognitively isn't operating at maximum capacity. Now, you would say, well, hold on. Henry, how could you expect President Joe Biden to be operating at maximum capacity in terms of his memory and in terms of all that other stuff at his advanced age? Or Donald Trump even so more at his advanced age? And I would agree with that. But they're on the ballot. They are the ones that we have to pick and choose between, which is as infuriating as anything to me as an American. So now I saw a funny tweet. And it was about let me pull it up here as I'm ranting. It was a funny tweet about the Green Bay Packers situation of Mark Murphy. Many of you maybe saw the tweet. Uh, The tweet originated from Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. He says, some significant Packers news. The team lays out their plans to replace CEO Mark Murphy, who, by rule, must formally retire in July of 2025 when he turns 70. 
And then somebody retweeted it. They, you know, they quote tweeted it and says, not to get political, but it is hilarious the Green Bay Packers have an age restriction for their CEO, but we have two 95-year-old goblins running for president. <laughs> I thought it was a funny, it was a great tweet. It was a funny tweet. It got a lot of traction. Hold on, let me look and see how many retweets There's it got. A, a lot of truth in there, too, though. Three impressions, it got 3.1 million million impressions. Over 3,000 retweets. And I find it funny, but at the same time, it's spot on. Yeah. And and so I think it brings up the question, and, and I'm not somebody that is into the whole, like, you know, the ageism thing and, you know, what people can and cannot do at certain ages. But when we start hearing from the special counsel and he brings up that there were some issues here and and if there could be some issues with uh president joe biden that concerns me does that concern you 651-461-9226 and to be clear um of the two candidates there's only one that i would give a vote to and it's not donald trump so that tells you all you need to know but i'm concerned here and, and I've been concerned, and we said that all along. One of the things that I stated about Dean Phillips was that, and, and you don't have to be a fan of Dean Phillips, you don't have to like the fact that he jumped in and he wants to be part of the um, of vying for the presidency of the United States of America in, in 2024. You could say, that's not my guy. I don't even want him running, mm-hmm. right? You could say all that. But I admire the fact that he's willing to challenge and say, look, you know, I have ideas about where we should go what we should do, and age with the other candidates is an issue. And I do think that the age thing is going to continue to be something that people will talk about the rest of this year. The age thing is definitely going to be an issue. There's no question that when we're talking about the concerns that we have with either one of them, the the age is going to be the first one. And like you said, Henry, it it boils down to – their cognitive ability in terms of what we're dealing with, with the classified documents that doesn't so much concern me because the, the Wait, cl- what doesn't, well, the, the fact that Joe Biden was, you know, had these classified documents, there's a big difference between he and Trump. Trump willfully took them and obstructed Joe Biden, turned them over. But my, my concern, but he willfully took them home though. Yes, he and that's what the special counsel found. Yeah, yeah, but but he so did, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just to be clear here, yeah, are you saying that you have no issue with Biden retaining classified documents versus Donald Trump? Because I have an issue with both of them doing it. Yeah, yes, I have an issue with them okay, both taking okay. them. It's about returning them when they were asked. That's the difference. Yeah, they both they both took them, and based on the special report that you know that what we're finding out is that Joe Biden knowingly took them home. However, when they were asked about it, Donald Trump did not. And Donald Trump showed these classified documents to people at Mar-Lago. And we'll probably find out some distinct differences between the yeah, two Yeah, ab- absolutely. The, the memory, excuse me, the memory concerns me a, a lot because then that boils down to not a character issue, but a functioning issue. And, you know, we can have all of the conversations we want about individual characters. But when you're talking about being able to function on a day-to-day basis 
and to be portrayed as a, a, a feeble old man with a poor memory, that is a legitimate concern. And it should be a legitimate concern to people out there that that's what the Democrats are throwing out there. One of the things that was stated in this um, in in, resp- in in regards to the response from Joe Biden is that he said and he noted that he cooperated completely. He threw up no roadblocks and he sought no delays. And I I'll give him credit for that. Now, it doesn't exonerate him from from the action of what he did. But at the end of the day, you just pointed it out. There is a distinction between how the documents got back. He says, quote, I was so determined to give the special, uh, the special counsel what they needed that I went forward with five hours of in-person interviews over two days on October the 8th and 9th of last year, even though Israel had just been attacked on October the 7th and I was in the middle of handling an international crisis. R- regards to the international crisis, I mean, you're being asked questions about these documents. Answer the questions about the documents. But I- I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this. 651 461 Nine two two six, because when you look at the way that all of this stuff is playing out, um, I think the world, and this is I think because we don't know anything quite yet about the differences, we'll probably find out and hear that there are significant distinctions between the two. Uh, Chris just stated a distinction in between how Biden gave the documents back versus Donald Trump, but in terms of having them in the first place, leaving. The White House. They're both wrong. They're both wrong. A hundred percent. Yep. Your phone calls, your reaction, your text. And we do that next year on The Lake Show. Phone lines open 651-461-9226. The talk and text line. From the 612, hi, Henry. I think that Biden's memory is concerning. However, I would not vote for Trump because he's mean. He's mean to people with disabilities. A hundred percent. Like, like, there's no question between the two. One person seems to be a better human than the other, right? And I'm going to vote for the better human. From the 507, what decline have you seen in Trump? Granted, he consistently has said things you don't like, but what decline have you seen? I don't even know where to begin, Texter, because there's so many things. He's confusing Nikki Haley with Nancy Pelosi. He had the comment that (laughs) in the misstep that he said – that he beat Barack Obama in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets his dictators confused. Uh, what was the comment about the airports during the Civil during War? During the Civil War, like, yeah. Like, like, with all due respect, Texter, stop it. Some I of, mean, yes. you, 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 can, you can be very supportive of, of Donald Trump, but to sit there and act as though there's one candidate where you're like, oh, my gosh, look at all the things. And then you look at the other and say, well, Trump's got no issues. That's ridiculous. And by the way, maybe some of it with regards to Donald Trump isn't necessarily just a decline, but but just the fact that he's not smart. There's nobody on planet Earth that can look me in the eyes and tell me that Donald Trump is a is a smarter human being than Joe Biden. Like, just let's just not do that. Let's just not do. We're not going to do that. I don't think that that's a real thing. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Let's go to Dave in Andover. How you doing, Dave? Oh, I'm getting by from day to day, but uh, I can tell you, tell you some things about aging. Uh, I'm 75. Yep. And I'm not as sharp as I was five or ten years ago. And none of us are going to be as we age. No, I mean, 75. You know, my wife, 
and I got a very serious situation with my wife, and she she is really smart. She had a very high level job, and she was diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's with Lewy here. body with Lewy body dementia about twelve years ago. She was able to live at home. I was able to you know give her the care she needed. Yep. Up, up until about a year ago, and then it became beyond, you know, my ability to give her the care she needed. So she had to, you know, go to a, you know, a long-term care facility. Yeah. And for, fortunately, Minnesota, you know, is one of the leaders in the nation, in the world, in health care. And she was able to get into a very good, you know, good place. She gets good care. I go visit her every day, you know, so everything's going as well as possible. And as far as, you know, as Biden goes, yeah, he's going to slip up. And, you know, there's no way I'd ever vote for Trump. So, you know, it looks like we're going to have to vote for, you know, Biden just to keep Trump out. You know, like good old Jerry Garcia says, you vote for the lesser of two evils. And I'm not saying that Biden is evil. I hear what you're saying. But, yep. but he's just a lesser, you yep. know. Yep, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And, and thanks for the phone call from David Andover. And and definitely, Dave, I will keep your your wife in my prayers. I'm sorry to hear that she's struggling with with her health. Um, but but Dave says what we all know. Like as you get older, um, I mean, you you just don't maintain. You, you you're not able to. I mean, that's just a part. It's the aging process. It's a part. Right? Of father time is undefeated, as it, they say. No question. Tell that to LeBron James. T- tell that to him. I, I, let, let me read this text real quick. This is from Phil in Golden Valley. We have known this rematch was coming for four years. Where was Dean Phillips four years ago? If he was serious, he should have started much earlier. With regard to the rematch, I will take forgetful and compassionate over hateful and psychologically damaged any day of the week. I, no, I agree with Phil. I think that Phil speaks for Dave. He speaks for me. And that's how I, how I view it. But I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not concerned about either guy. Like, clearly concerned about either guy. No question. Let's go to Robert in Northeast Minneapolis. How you doing, Robert? Well, I think I'm, Trump is a crook, and they got him red-handed, and everybody knows he's a crook. Why is he still running? Why? I can't uh, understand it. No, no. You, we, 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 go ahead. 91 indictments? Come on now. No, I agree with you on, on all. all but, but hold on, Robert, Robert, Robert. I, I totally agree with you on, on all of that. Uh, that that be we're kind of beating a dead horse there. But my question is, how concerned are you about the cognitive level of Joe Biden, number one? And then number two, are you concerned at all with this classified document situation with him when he left the vice presidency? Well, well, I think Biden just turned his right in. You know, you forget stuff. Stuff gets put away places and you don't realize you did it. You've done it. I done it. We put stuff away sometimes. I know where is it, and we can't never find it. Yeah, but hold on. He know. did. He did more than that. I mean, I mean, I mean. He. I mean, these they were classified. No, I. I get that. I get that. I get that. But these are classified documents, though. It's not like yeah, it, it, it's. It's not a receipt from the restaurant. But Biden's weren't. Biden's weren't out in the open. All right, where they, anybody, I anybody you. that came to Marlago, yeah, went and went to the bathroom, could have read. Top secret documents. And, and thanks for the phone call from Robert in Northeast. I'm not. I'm not disputing any of that. I'm not disputing any of that. That's why we're taking the phone calls. That's why we're taking the texts. It's because I want to hear you guys on that. 
But I'm not going to sit here, and you guys know this. Um, I'm not going to do the be hypocritical about it. If you got concerns, to me, it's not about necessarily the brand. This brand is Republican. This brand is Democrats. I'm a conservative. I'm a li- like, if you got issues, you got issues. And we should look at it across the board. Some issues are bigger than others, and there's going to be distinctions specifically between these two cases. And we'll see how the classified documents cases rolls out with, uh, with Donald Trump. All right, coming up next, we have a very special guest that's calling into the show. I'm not going to even tell you who it is. You just got to tune in, and we'll do that next year in just a matter of moments on The Lake Show. All right, we've got a surprise guest here on the show right now because, well, a month ago, I can't remember exactly what the what the topic was, but the topic revolved around single people. And we had a conversation about, a, I think it was a poll or some sort of question, and there was a gentleman that was listening to the station, listens to the station all the time, and we appreciate that. And he had his his daughter call in, uh, his daughter who's single, and he says, I need you to weigh in on this topic. She called in. We had a conversation, and I said, let's have some fun with this. Maybe we should, you know, go hang out. You're single. I'm single. Let's meet. We may hit it off, may not. But at the very least, you know, we'll be friends, right? Well, the caller's name is Karen. And you guys probably remember this because I know that many of you, several of you, okay, I'll say several of you, uh, text the show and says, hey, did you ever connect with Karen? Most recently, I connected with Karen. We met up. We had some coffee. And she's called into the Lake Show. Karen, how are you this evening? Hey, Henry. I am good. Hey, Chris. Hey, Karen. How you doing? Oh, we don't want to talk to Chris. We, we can we can leave Chris. We can leave Chris out of this. I know that you're, I played some Beyonce I know, for I know that right. you, I know that you're being nice. I know that you're being nice. That's just who you are, Karen. We we've already established that. But no, I'm just I'm just joking. Bye, but, Karen. Hey, happy to have you um, calling into the show tonight and joining us. And so we'll get people up to speed. First off, we met for coffee recently. It was a blast meeting, Karen. Uh, Karen is awesome. And Karen, I guess let's start with this. Okay, what were your first thoughts when you met me? So I am all about a person that is match that energy. So I'll be honest, I had I had never listened to your show before. Mm-hmm. I called in about a month ago and then, uh, you know, did the whole Google thing, looked you up, found your LinkedIn. So at least I knew what you looked like. You knew I was real. You knew I was a real person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm being protective of myself. So. Um, walking into the coffee shop, I saw you right away, and it was like we matched each other's energy, and we waved at each other like stiff arm waving, like we knew each other for years, and just the biggest smiles on our face, and it was, it was just so fun to just hang out, like we'd known each other for a while. So yeah, yeah the initial meeting was was fun, and that was one of the things. So 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 let me say this real quick because me and me and Karen talked about this, and Karen, you can kind of elaborate on, on what I said. But I'll just state a little bit of what I said. I think that that is one thing that every woman should do. If you are um, going to do like the blind date thing or if you're going to meet somebody or whatever, you you should do your research on the person. And I, and I say that 
with all due respect, be out of security concerns. I'm dead serious because women um, are oftentimes targeted, are oftentimes taken advantage of, and I think that they should do their due diligence when it comes to um, going out on, you know, coffee dates or meeting people for the first time. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I had right before I walked into the coffee shop, I had messaged my mom and my sisters to say, hey, I'm meeting Henry right now. Like, just so you know where I am, because it is a thing when when I go out and I'm meeting someone, I kind of want people people to know or at least someone to know where I'm at and make sure I'm OK. Yep. All right. So so we hit it off. You know, I'm smiling. You're smiling. We're talking. We talked about, and I think this is very important when you meet somebody, you talk about where you're at in your life. Were were you were you satisfied with my recollection, my details about my dating history and my background? Because I know that there are a lot of people that are like, hold on, Henry, hold on. You you work in radio, you've been working in radio for a while, you're a popular guy, you're well known. Um, you're decent looking. That's what I've been told. Um, Karen may disagree. But the 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 bottom line is that is that there's a reason why everybody out there is single. What, what, what was what, did that work for you? Oh yeah, and I just I think we just had open, honest, genuine conversation, and I can tell um, with the ages where we're at, we're a little bit more mature in our walks and how we talk with people and relate with people. So yeah, I think one of the questions that I asked asked you is what what are you looking for in a person? What are your what mm-hmm. are the values you look for in someone? And we obviously share a lot of the same um values that we would just kind people and you're a little bit more introvert than I am. So it was uh knowing kind of where you're at in life you caught me up. But yeah, it was it was a great conversation. We just we just dove right into kind of where we're at in our dating life. All right, so so so, and we're talking to Karen. Me and Karen met for for coffee uh, just recently, and this all started. I want to say a little bit over, like maybe about a month ago. All right, so so now you got to be honest with me. I haven't asked you this since we since we met, but what was the reaction of your parents or your siblings when you said that you met me for coffee? Uh, so I kept it a secret for my dad for a little bit because. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just kind of wanted to surprise everyone. And Wait, when is, I shared, is he listening? Yes, he's listening. <laughs> <Shout> out, Dad. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, I finally uh, I shared that with him last night. But my sister's reactions were, it was comical. They're like, what? Oh, my gosh, this is amazing. You're going to go out and have a good time. And then just the whole WCCO bringing in different clientele of different ages for dating. But... <laughs> Yeah, very, very excited for me. They're they're always in my corner for sure. All right. So so a few other things that we should get into, and this is this is kind of like an on air production meeting slash booking when we can officially go out on an actual first date. So so how do you view actual first dates? And the reason why I ask is because I don't put any I'm not the type of person that put any um any like specific rules on where you go and what you can do and all that. I I look at certain people and they'll say, well, you know, we're not going to go to a sporting event or we're not going to do, I don't, I don't have those type of rules. You can find me at a restaurant. You can find me. I like to go bowling. I mean, we could go bowling. Uh, Do you have any set rules? 
Yeah, I, I think we should just go. You can learn a lot about a person by just going grocery shopping with them. What? So maybe just like we go to the grocery store and, you know, I see. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was about to say, hold on. Who's buying the groceries? Are you buying the groceries or am I buying? The, I mean, we I mean, we can. I mean, if you if you want. No, I'm just joking. I was going to say, if you want to buy the groceries, we can go to Whole Foods. I'm just joking. But that that was that was but, funny. But what what what, yeah. you're, you're, what are your actual thoughts on it? Oh yeah, so I think the initial uh, the initial meetup is great because then you can see if you have that like natural conversation between each other. But then going into an actual date, um, you know, I really I like to be kind of courted and pursued. So I still have those old school values of like being picked up and and whatever the night may go. But yeah, I don't have expectations around dinner. I think dinner can get kind of awkward just depending on food around food and drinking and all that kind of stuff so yeah i just i want to see the person in their natural self and who they they really are and just having a good time with that so i i love to laugh henry you know we both laughed a lot we just have that i love to laugh everybody knows i'm a laugher yeah yeah like comedy or dinner and comedy show or um any type of sporting event i'll go to uh I'm down for anything, really. But I don't have, like, the man should pay, the man should do this. Yes, maybe down the road. But yeah, um, just be a gentleman and and show me a good time around town. I don't. Hey, hey Chris, no. I got I to gotta give it to Karen. Karen was awesome to me. Um, just a, a, a very down-to-earth person. And you know how, like, sometimes when you meet people, you can tell right away whether – and it's not like you don't know if it's like love at first sight or like a love connection. You know, that's way too early to determine that. But in terms of like you can tell when you're dealing with somebody that's a really good person with a really good heart, you can tell it. You can tell about. the intention. Yeah, I, yeah. And I mean, just hearing her talk, just how she's laying things out and, and the conversation, the back and forth you guys are having. I mean, it's it's clear, concise communication. And that's, that's what you need. I'll say this, Karen. I'm getting text messages from bartenders that are like Lake. Come hang out. So we can get we can get like free booze and we can get free like you know appetizers wherever we want to oh, go. I mean, she's we, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't we don't we don't we don't we don't yeah we don't have to we don't have to necessarily like drink. I mean, we can go have like you know some some lemon water and eat up all the food that we want on somebody else's dime. I will say this: a friend of mine, he's texting me he, and he's telling me to bag those groceries. So, I, I you know he's trying to get me to, to bag groceries out here. What's going on with that? Oh. Oh, it's funny because it's like you want to see how this person acts in their everyday life because I think sometimes first dates can be so stuffy and everyone's on their best behavior, right? Like everyone's looking the best that they can and all of that. I think the glitz and glamour is fun to a point where real life sets in and like how are you going to interact outside of the the dating world and then into a relationship. So, yeah, we had a great time and looking forward to – um, getting to know you a little bit more, and like I said, if friendship comes of it, I think that's amazing. And if more, then then we'll we'll find out. That sounds like a plan. All right, so Karen, uh, we will talk to the listening audience a little bit later, but we got some work to do between now and then. All right, sounds great. All right, take Thanks care. For having me. Yep, yep. that's Karen. Bye. Call her Karen. Calling into the show. Her dad is listening. How about that? That's that's pretty cool. Now. I kind of like the whole grocery thing. And, and this is the other because, thing. Because one can cook. I mean, you, you can cook together, too. Cooking is great. Uh, she was joking about grocery shopping. Mm. And I don't think that's that 
I mean, it doesn't impress me at all. Okay. Doesn't impress you much? Grocery shopping? No, but I mean, just like doing the doing the home cooking. Cooking. You well, you can cook without having to go to the grocery store. There well, you go. Look you at know. you. And, and everybody out there, listen. You talk about nosy, and I know he's the producer, but sometimes in the business you like to organically have fun and get people's reactions. I come into the station this evening. Oh man, who, who's the special guest? Who's a man? We'll get to it, brother. We'll get, I'm trying to, you know, let it breathe. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm also just trying to get myself prepped because I, I don't want to be working I know, from behind. I know. There's, 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 a, there's, there's behind the scenes stuff that you have to do. But yeah, I, I wanted to spring that on you. No, that was that was good. Hey, I, I didn't. I had no idea what the conversation was going to be about, where it was going to go. So this was. This was fun. It was fun yeah. because people were asking, "Hey, have you, you know, have you connected with Karen? Have you connected with Karen?" Now it's like, yeah, yep. we have people on the text line. So yeah, we, yeah, yeah. And so now people on the text line will know that we. Okay, met step one. Now step two. Let's see what happens. All right, coming up next. There's something that may seem like no big deal. It's actually something that we should all stop doing because it's gross. I'll tell you what that is next year on the Lake Show. All right, there's something that we. That we do. And when I say we, I'm, t- I'm generalizing because I don't actually do this. It's gross and we shouldn't, we shouldn't do it. And it is when you're done with gum, you take it and you don't put it in the trash. You throw it on the ground or you I've, – I've, I've, there's been times, and it's not a ton of times, but there's been times where – you go to the gym and you get in the shower and you'll see people that have like set their gum on the like that's gross. Even throwing it on the ground, I think, is gross. When you're walking around downtown Minneapolis or wherever, right? You could be in a mall and then you get gum stuck on your shoe. Like, I just think it's a, it's it's not good. OK, and it's not good for the environment. It's, it's just throw it in the trash. It's the easiest, most simplest thing to do. Throw it in the trash. And if you are at the gym and you're chewing your gum and you're taking a shower or whatever, you know what? Mm-hmm. Keep it in your mouth till you get out of the shower and throw it in the trash. I bring this up because Red Rocks, famous amphitheater, right, in Colorado, volunteers scraped up 50 pounds, 50 pounds of gum from under the seats at the Red Rocks amphitheater last year. In a Facebook post for the nonprofit Friends of Red Rock, they say the benches look so amazing and clean. The group works to preserve the magic of Red Rocks, which I want to go to a show there. At some point, i got to go there, um, hopefully within the next couple of years, because I've heard amazing things about Red Rocks forever. Never been there. Love to go. And when you see, I've seen the latest pictures that they've shown of the seating looks phenomenal. I just think it's disgusting and it's gross when when you just put gum everywhere. Like that's ridiculous. And and by the way, uh, according to the report from one of the volunteers, they told uh, television KDVR, gum is not even permitted inside the amphitheater. But how do you prevent that? People have it in their purses. They have it in their pockets. We hope that people will chew responsibly and put it in a paper. Um, and not to stick it under the seats. Are you with me? Because I think it's gross. It, it is gross, and it's been going on for years. I mean, it, 
the old story, you know, kids are in school, they put it under the desk. Like chewing gum and putting it places has, has been something that's been going on for years. Have you ever been to the gum wall in Seattle? I'm guessing probably not. I've never been to Seattle. Okay. I mean, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's, I've, I've seen a picture of it. Yeah, it's at uh, the uh, – That's different though. The Pike's Place Market. That, like, that's, that's, that's like a unique thing though. Yeah, it, it it is, but I mean, I don't think that would make it any less gross, right? I well, mean, well, it, it's 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 what well, there's a distinction between there's a distinction between me going to Target Center Lifetime and putting gum in a shower and going to the gum wall in Seattle. We can agree on that. It's it's still it's still chewed up gum that people are just but put on there. But it's not for me. But it's a thing for everybody. Like there's a there's a theme there. Yeah. No, th- there is, and putting gum, if you're in the shower, just chew your Whoa, gum. That's gross. Just chew your gum. I mean, don't take don't take. Well, what g- about walking down the street? I don't even think that people should throw it on, on the ground. No. I mean, you, you see people, they, they spit it out, and I mean, they, you know, I used to do the old Kurt Hedding, you know, Mr. Perfect, spit it out and try and hit it with my hand. I still try and do that, and I, I never hit it. But I... I I would like to think that people would throw it away, but mm, sometimes it, sometimes it takes a lot of work, man. It takes a lot of work, Henry, for people yeah. to actually because you don't you don't have the wrapper all the time. Yep, you don't have it. All right, uh, coming up next, it is Heart Health Month, and there's a very special guest that's going to join me in studio. You've heard her on the show before, but she's got a special story about losing her brother. And it was a heart issue. Tina Rexing, owner of T-Rex Cookie, she joins me next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.